You are listening to The Resolute Podcast, a podcast designed for American church leadership and a ministry of decision mentoring. Today, episode four, Restless for a Reason. Here's your hosts, Chet and Tony. Hey, Tony. Hey, Chet. Hey, there are uh, three types of people in the world today. Those who can count and those who can't. Well, we are concluding our uh, discussion of uh, restlessness, and uh, we've talked about a lot of different aspects of this, but I would say today is um, one that's, uh, that's pretty unique. We're going to look at restlessness in a, uh, in a different way. We're gonna, does it serve purpose? I mean, mm-hmm. is there... Uh, are there reasons for our restlessness? And uh, Tony, you and I were talking before this whole thing began about something you experienced just over the over the weekend that kind of brought a whole yeah whole perspective on this this idea that we've been we've been kind of hashing out yeah. over the month. And I'm looking forward to the cohort to be able to talk yeah. this out with others and just, yeah you know drill down a little bit, but. Yeah. We we went to the fair. Took uh, Kim and I took our granddaughters, two of them, yeah. three and five and a half, and uh, Lucy and Sophie. And so it's just us, and we got the bands where you can like go for all the rides, you know. And sure. They can only ride the little ones, right? You know the small kitty rides. And so uh, Sophie says, "Hey, there's that in you know, the big slide. It's got like four of them. It's like looks like it's twenty feet high, right?" And I'm like, "Can you do that? Where you ride on the?" You, they give them like a sack or yeah, something. Yeah, a little they burlap sack. Yeah, and they it's ride down super it. slick. You yeah, know? yeah. And uh, and I'm like, I don't know if she could ride. She said, Yeah, I've done it before. How old so, is she? Five and a half. Five. Okay. Like I've never done that one. I'm pretty old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so we go over there and and she checks in and Lucy and Lucy's tall enough and so she get they give them the bags and there they go off and we're kind of watching them and. Uh, most of the time, Sophie's aware of Lucy, but this time she's just heading up the steps. And right. the steps for the the first probably 10, 15 steps, you can see through them. So it's just the the yeah. metal thing. That's, and always I, in, that's always intimidating to begin with. It is. Know? Yeah, so, I'd be yeah. a little intimidated. So so there's Soph, and she's like went up 10 steps ahead, and Lucy's got the bag, and she's trying to lift it up and make it up the steps, and she can't hardly do it, it looks like. Yeah. She's not giving up. She, I mean, she's committed to go all the way. Because she's dragging that bag with her yeah. at the same time, right? right? You yeah. know, and so... I told the guy, I said, hey, I don't have the band, but can I go in and help her? I'm just, he said, sure. By the time I get over there, she's moved on up and she's, and I'm thinking, well, if I go up, I'm stuck up there without a bag. So, right. I, so I let her go. It all works out. It's all good. But for that moment, watching her look like she's in danger or she's going to get stuck and can't go all the way, I was just really restless. I'm, I'm not the guy that is going to push my way in or, toward, right. but it moved me because of, the perceived danger. Yeah. And, and I think that, you know, when you're a leader, there are those times that restlessness about a certain situation, about, about uh, what you pers- maybe would see as danger in the people that you're leading or the organization you're leading. Sure. That that can move you. Like you, you see where this could go wrong or this is going to be a train wreck or this is, that it moves you. To- well, I think it's significant what you said too. You said that you said that in that moment, 
there was a moment, okay? Which mm-hmm. means that there were moments prior to that while mm-hmm. she was making her way up the steps and doing those things. There was moments prior to that where you were fine. And then there were moments afterwards when you kind of got, you know, most of the way up there were helping her and she had it all under control that you were fine then. But it, it's just that there was a, there was a moment there where there was that, that lack of ease down in, down inside of you. Right. And, and that question of what if, yeah, and, and we've you know as leaders we've experienced that in, in leadership where sometimes sometimes maybe we overreacted, yeah, out of restlessness, right? Uh, maybe the cause was good, yeah. I've done that before, you know, or you know, you, and you kind of regret, okay, I should have moved slower or whatever. But there's been times when, wow, it's it's a good thing that we stepped up. And uh, I think about you know you hear the stories, um, good friend friend of both of ours. Uh, a few years ago, church, it was hard, sounded to me like the... Well, I think they'd had some history of some, you know, stress, most definitely, in the church, and that that, that stress in the congregation kind of worked its way into the into leadership as well. Sure, we sure. could say that for sure. Yeah, know? yeah. And, and And then eventually the board moves to a point where they issue a contract, a one-year contract. A one-year of, of contract. Employment. Yeah. I'd never heard that. No, I didn't either. I don't know if that was, I don't know if that is a, maybe somebody else, maybe somebody listening to this has heard of this before, but for a pastor to have a one-year contract. I know there are denominations where the guy will serve like three years. Right. right. You know, he'll mm-hmm. be here and then they, they intentionally move them and they've mm-hmm. got their reasons sure. for that. And I'm, I even kind of struggle a little bit with that, I, I, you know, me too. Me too. but a one-year contract. Yeah. What what what's the underlying message behind yeah. a one year contract for the pastorate? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it sounds like one year and you're out of here. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Not one year. We think you're doing great. We'll you know, um, one yeah. year one year and prove yourself. Right. You know, worst one year and show the results. Right. You know. Right. And, and and so then then to me, that makes me feel like okay, that should be a restless time. Yeah. Um, but, but, and there's a reason for it and, and that restlessness is, should move me to something, you know, or whether it's exit. You, yeah. You had a line one time about they'd see my taillights or whatever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. A, I mean, it's the only just, thing I see from me is my taillights. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's one of those things where is, is this an exit, exit time? Right do I need to work harder? Whatever it is, the restlessness all to move us. But you've got to remember that it is, it's restless in the moment. Mm-hmm. It serves a purpose, but it's restless in the moment. I, um, it's been two years since, um, I, I resigned, uh, my last pastorate, which I was at that church for 14 years. So, uh, it was, a, it was a good run. Okay. It was, you know, there certainly wasn't a, uh, uh, fly by night kind of commitment or something like that, you know. That's a long time. That's a long time for that church, especially. Yeah. That that's a long time in that place. Um, but I can tell you that um, there's about f- probably four times conservatively that that um, I quit in my mind. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, to the point where I'd pick up a phone and call the superintendent and say, 
here's what I'm thinking, and this is what I'm walking through, and this is why it stinks, and this is what, woe is me, you know, woe is me. And and in my mind, uh, in that moment, the restlessness was... So great that I was like, no, I, I don't, I don't need this. I don't need to do this. I don't. There's something else, someplace else. And in that moment, that restlessness, you know, did it serve a purpose? Well, I think it did. Sure, I, I think it did because it, it basically. I think any leader worth their salt will question whether or not they are the person for that position sure. at that time. Mm-hmm. I, I think that that's you know you just do if you're sure. a, a good leader you will question that now. Forty eight hours later, I was I was glad that uh, you know I didn't pull the trigger. Yeah, you and know, I, and, and I think you said something. We talked about this in prior episodes that you talk to somebody, you got some other eyes and ears absolutely. on this, and, yeah. and that helps you process that. Um, absolutely. So, so so the moment. And then what do we, in that moment, what, you know, it's maybe not a rash decision, but, but maybe it is, it is action. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. When I, when I asked the guy, can I go in there? If he'd have said, I'll take care of it. I'd probably been okay. But he said, sure. And you said, you talked to the superintendent and okay, now you talk this through a little different uh, lens now. Yeah. You know, and I think that, Finding somebody, talking to them can be so helpful, you know, yeah. in their eyes and ears. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think that restlessness, sometimes it's not just our lack of patience. It's sometimes it's not just our our physical strength and our mental strength and the status of our spiritual life and all these things that we want to, we want to as leaders. And, and I, you know, it's just personal confession time. Okay. We're going to get real, right? Yeah. Um, uh, it's just you and me right now. So, you know, talking. So, uh, I, I think sometimes as leaders, we're always digging up the, the, the root cause of something. And even when there aren't deep roots to something, we're always digging something up. Okay. To find, well, you know, is it your spiritual life? Is it your is it your intimacy with Christ? Is it your relationship with your wife? Is it your blah blah blah? And and coming up with all these things that might be essentially kind of your problem. Once again, I love that how in 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 the body of Christ, many times we are really good. I'm good, Tony, about uncovering your problem. Sure. You know, right. and what does that do? It just instead of it really being a healing process, it 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 just many times serves to kind of condemn you, mm-hmm. overwhelm you, and now you're this restlessness that you're legitimately experiencing. You know, now all of a sudden, well, that's your problem because of A, B, or C. If you were just doing these things, mm-hmm. then you wouldn't be like you are. I learned a long time ago that that in counseling, I, I could tell, I could encourage someone with what I saw as, as truth, okay, or what the word might say, but I could never, ever deny a person their feelings. Never, ever get sure. to that place. Sure. 
you know, because your feelings are your feelings, whether they're based on the right thing or not, they're still your feelings. It's real. It's real. And that's, that's where you're at, Mm -hmm. you know? So, yeah. Yeah. And and, and I agree in the body of Christ. Sometimes we, we we like to put ourselves up here. Mm -hmm. We're very good to fix other people's problems. In fact, as leaders, we, we, we tend to, it's harder to fix our own problems or to even see them sometimes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. And I think that's why sometimes people don't talk to anybody. Yeah. Yeah. They, I, I they, think, know, they know what they're going to get. Yeah. And we should admit that there's times we are restless. Sure. And we should admit that those are times to look inward, but it's primary, you know, primarily we have to recognize that as a follower of Christ, it is your responsibility to look inward. Mm-hmm. It's your your responsibility as a leader to to do that assessment, to look inward and to say, okay, you know, um, where where am I at? You know, or am I am I uh, contributing to this restlessness, or or is this simply just simply the circumstances that I'm in? I had a conversation uh, with a pastor here just yesterday and we had coffee and uh he his question his question to me was he says i i don't know if i'm facing the end of a chapter or the end of the book and um covid had done a number on the on the church Mm -hmm. um they'd had some people that had picked up and moved away and in all those circumstances kind of piled up, you know, sure. and they were all there in his face. But my my main question was, um, how do you feel? Mm-hmm. Down in your heart right now, how do you feel? Because if the passion is still there, then that 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 motivates the drive. Sure. But when but when you can can kind of take it or leave it, when you believe that the passion is kind of you know waning okay mm-hmm. that might be a sign that this restlessness has a purpose and maybe it's time for a change oh, so true so true hey we're starting um uh, uh the, we will i should say we're going to conclude this conversation mm-hmm. in cohort which yeah, is uh yeah it's like next thursday and uh We'd love for people to come out. Yeah, pastors need to be connected. Leaders need to be connected. Absolutely. It's a great place to connect. Absolutely. Uh, Elevation Church, uh, south side of Indy, uh, 10 a.m. I think that's the 20, what is that, Brandon? 28th? 28th? 9th. 29th. 29th. I'm off by a day. It's all right. It's a week from today on Thursday. So I hope you'll join us at uh, 10 o'clock. God bless, man. If you like what you hear, make sure you subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. If you want to know more about joining a cohort or the show notes for this episode, head to decisionmentoring.com. See you next week at the cohort.